Hello and welcome to the Green Industry Podcast with Paul Jamison. This show is all about helping lawn care and landscape professionals take your business to the next level. Paul is the author of three best-selling books, including Cut That Grass and Make That Cash, and his brand new book, 101 Proven Ways to Increase Efficiency and Make More Money in Lawn Care. Now available on Audible and narrated by Mr. Producer. Here's your host, Paul Jamison. Our special guest today, Malcolm Miller, has built a private island in the Bahamas as well as many other spectacular projects. Welcome to the show, Malcolm. Thank you very much, Paul. So we uh, just got done interviewing you on a panel here at the Sync Live event, and you were telling the story about this incredible project you did uh, where some gentleman was driving his boat through uh, the Bahama area, saw a private island, it was for sale, bought it, and then uh, tell us the story of how you came and uh, made the island uh, look fantastic. Well, I think it was his captain that was uh, motoring the boat at the time. But uh, in any event, uh, we got asked to come look at a project in the Bahamas in the Exuma chain. It's called Over Yonder Key. And uh, it's just three miles north of Staniel Key in the Exuma chain. Very beautiful part of the world if you've ever seen it. Um, if not, I encourage you to even go on Google Earth and, and look at that stretch of water because you've never seen clear water in your life until you've seen the waters of the Exuma chain. But we were asked to come on this island. It was a 77-acre uh, rock, as I call it, and uh, try and master plan a private oasis for the client and his family. So we, uh, we outlined four villas for the client and his family. And with that, we had to create other avenues of a marina, a leisure, a pool pavilion, um, staff housing. We had probably 30 plus staff on site after we finished the project. But I think the story is also in, in, the, uh, in the development and the construction of it where, like I said on the panel, you know, we had 150 construction guys, but where are they all gonna sleep? So we had to develop a man camp. And then we had local labor that we would go out and pick up in boats on a daily basis. So we brought 40 to 50 guys on boats every day from other islands. Coming in week after week on the property and managing hardscape guys, landscape guys, maintenance guys, concrete guys. Um, you wear a lot of hats on a project like this. Everything on an island has to be shipped in. There's a lot of you know logistics involved with that. Um, so it, it, it takes a little bit longer and then you got harsh conditions of wind and no rain. Water is always an issue. Like I said about, uh, our water requirements for landscaping, as well as the water requirements for the concrete guys, mm -hmm. we were fighting daily on who could get water. Then you got 150 guys and a couple pets to, to feed and water. So, you know, that, that, that proposed a challenge, but. Um, after about 18 to 20 months of day-to-day of -day work, we finally able to open the doors for the client. And uh, we even brought in Junkanoo bands from other islands for the big warming party. And, and uh, a lot of the fishermen went out. And my gosh, I got to send you the picture of the, the lobster they caught. We probably, they probably went out and caught 300 lobster that day. Wow. Speared a couple hundred reef fish and, and just had a, had a nice local Bahamian type Type opening party. It was a three-day party. 
Wow. I'm assuming you and your team were invited? Uh, we were invited, but we had to sleep off-island because, again, between all the guests and the family members, uh, there weren't enough beds. Oh, okay. But, yeah, we did. So we, where we did, did you all sleep at? Uh, there's other islands nearby that we would come in by boat, so we'd, we'd stay in uh, host homes at times. Mm-hmm. Um, Staniel Key Yacht Club's on, on Staniel Key. Uh, all their beds were taken just just by tourists there. So, um, but luckily, I'd, I'd developed friendships with people throughout the time there, and, and so they were nice enough to allow us to crash on their couch or <laughs> stay in their their guest bedroom. Nice. Tell us about the Inguilla uh, storm rescue job. Yeah. So we got years ago. I'd, I'd done some hurricane work for a. a it was a resort called Cuisinart. Um, client was Phil Rizzuto out of New York and he wanted to build a house on the island of Exuma and the government at the time was trying to promote employment so he convinced Mr. Rizzuto to instead of building a home to build a resort and uh, he owned the Cuisinart appliance company and uh, ended up they make like a toasters and uh, coffee makers they do yes they makes a great coffee maker I just bought a uh, Cousin Art uh, coffee maker, it's fantastic. Yeah, they, they, we I think I have an air fryer by them. <laughs> yeah, it, it's great, great coffee maker. Yeah, so we got brought in about halfway through the construction of the the, the project because they were having some issues with the contractor, which a lot of a lot of developments do. But we got brought in to help try and finish the project, and in the same time, we got hit by a Category Three hurricane during the construction, and so. We had to, we had to prepare to stay a little bit longer and and you know work to get the property finished. Um, so while working on that property, we got asked to go look at another property, Cap Chaluca, which is a competing resort on the island. Um, and we had some hurricane restoration work to do there as well. Well, a couple of years ago, they got hit with another hurricane, a Category Five, and we were asked to come back and basically put the property back to pre-storm condition and that that was a big effort um construction came in and renovated all of the villas we built some new villas uh a few new swimming pools but the the landscape just got totally wiped out and like i said we brought in 70 plus trailers of plant material out of florida to uh restore the, the property and, you know, one thing about resorts, it's a very highly competitive market. So the exterior as well as cuisine and amenities for a resort are very important. So creating, creating that, that beautiful landscape in a harsh condition area like, like the Caribbean um, does strike a challenge. So uh, through, again, our experience of working on other properties, we, we, we put that property back together and and I think they won, uh, like, Hotel of the Year, like Condé Nast Traveler, wow. uh, the following year. And so we were very proud of that and being a part of that team. And, uh, yeah, I mean, the property today is absolutely beautiful. Wow. So do you, uh, live, where do you live in South Florida? I live in Fort Lauderdale. Okay. So what's your day-to-day look like nowadays? Uh, we do about 50% of our work around South Florida. Um, we do anything from residential to 
general commercial. We, like I mentioned on the panel, we we do a lot of work with architects and engineers for permitting. Um, we've been involved with a few parks from here and there. Currently, right now, we're building a marina project in Exuma, Bahamas. Um, we just landed a resort project in Turks and Caicos that we'll be starting this month. Um, have some very nice uh, residential renovations going on in South Florida. Um, you know, the real estate market is still hot down there, and, and uh, we're landlocked between the ocean and the Everglades, so there's no more land to build. So there's a lot of tear down work and rebuilding of new properties. So we've been involved with with those types of developments. So um, I think that's one of the greatest things about my job is every project is different. So it's not that monotonous, you know, daily, day, day in, day out, same grind. So, um, and I, I try to approach every project trying to do the best that we can to create it, the best outstanding aesthetic landscape and design, you know, for the client. Naylor was mentioning you did some work at the Atlantis. Yes. Uh, my, one of my first jobs before I started my company, I worked at EDSA in Fort Lauderdale. And uh, they've been an international landscape and planning firm since, I think, the 60s. And they got involved with uh, working over in Paradise Island for Saul Kersner. At the time, it was Sun International. Um, and we built... We were the uh, landscape designers and master planners for all of the Atlantis properties. Wow. And I was, at the time, like I mentioned, the hurricane field guy. So I got sent to Atlantis even after they opened the doors to restore the landscape after the hurricane there. And then they built the Harborside Resort, which is next door, Marina Village, uh, Ocean Club Golf Course. So they have multiple properties throughout throughout that, that chain and... and uh, I got to become very familiar with every inch of the property. So you've seen quite a few nice uh, resorts and, and residential palaces in I, your day. I have. I'm, I'm, What's your favorite? Um, I'm pretty critical now when when I uh, whenever I go somewhere. Um, it's funny. I, I really enjoyed the island of Anguilla. It's small and it's not very well known, and I I think that's for a reason. It's it's known as is one of those resort islands where cuisine is a huge part of of uh, of the property, and I enjoyed working with some of those top top resorts on that island. Have you heard about the new course Paul created? Hey, this is Cody with Lightspeed Social Agency. Paul and I collaborated to bring you the ultimate lawn care marketing course. It's finally available after months of work. We both put in all of our expertise when it comes to growing your lawn care business. We'll tell you how to spend your marketing dollars wisely, build powerhouse Facebook and Instagram campaigns, sell while you sleep with automation, and so much more. The ultimate lawn care marketing course is available now on greenindustrypodcast.com. Say goodbye to disorganized and inefficient business management. Upgrade to Jobber, the field service management software. Streamline every aspect of your business from quoting to invoicing. Impress your customers and increase your productivity. Start your journey to success with Jobber now at getjobber.com forward slash Paul. Again, that's getjobber.com forward slash Paul. You're out there in the field mowing lawns, making money, working hard. But for every dollar you make, you're worried. 
Worried that you spend too much, worried that you won't make payroll, or worried you'll generate a big financial mistake. Simply put, you don't know your numbers. You're not alone. The Landscaping Bookkeeper has helped dozens of eager lawn care owners organize their numbers, learn the language of business, and build a solid financial foundation. Start your journey from simply earning money to creating a long-lasting source of income today by scheduling a free 15-minute phone call at thelandscapingbookkeeper.com. But there's new there's new resorts that pop up, and uh, there's always that next greatest thing. I'm passionate about some of the resorts they build over in Thailand and Asia. Um, there's an architect that I follow over there named Bill Bensley, and he actually built this property in the jungle of just lamping tents. And you have to zip line to get into the property. You don't go in by bus or, or, or taxi or, or you know shuttle. Um, so he, he's trying to create that experience. And over the last 20 years, um, there's been a new progression of theme resorts where, you know, what's, the th- what's our theme going to be? You know, you can build a hotel on the beach, but other than just going sitting on the beach, you know, how do you create that theme? And you do it through the vernacular style of architecture. You do it through the amenities that are provided and creating creating just that space that people want to come back to. Mm-hmm. And that's the number one thing in hospitality is getting that, that guest to come back. And so when you find a, a property that you enjoy, um, most likely the guests will want to return there. And some of these properties I've worked on, I get to meet guests that have been going back to that same property year after year. Some have gone for over 20 years, whether it's an anniversary or a birthday, but they make it a point to where they found the place that they enjoy going to and, you know, they return. How did you go from your humble beginnings of just starting out mowing grass and and just basic taking care of turf to taking care of some of the finest resorts in the world? Well, when I got out of high school, I did not know what I wanted to study. And again, I was working part-time for a landscape contractor uh, whose company was owned by a friend of mine's father who was a big developer in South Florida. And right after I graduated, I asked him, for a summer job and he said well do you want to work construction or landscape and I selected landscape and I actually went to a community college uh, while working part-time as a landscaper and my girlfriend at the time said well have you ever heard of this uh, degree called landscape architecture I had never heard of it Um, I thought I wanted to be a pilot I was studying ground school and and going up in little airplanes and I wasn't feeling comfortable about that. Mm -hmm. I think I just threw a dart at something just to figure out something to do to appease my father. But I ultimately researched it and through a little bit of that and understanding what that world was like, I I found a school that I liked that that taught landscape architecture. At Georgia Bulldogs? University of Georgia and fell in love with the school. Um, I didn't know a soul up there, so I transferred. And uh, uh, some of the guys I met in my first class, like Derek, I mentioned, mm-hmm. Derek and I still work together, and we're we're best friends today. And um, I'm fortunate that I got introduced into that because I've never looked back, and I'm just so happy that I found something that I love to do. That's fantastic. 
What's your advice, Malcolm, to somebody who's maybe in those um, preliminary stages of getting into the industry and they hear these grand stories of building an island and a tremendous resort? What's your advice to somebody who wants to mature into those um, Well, jobs? I can say, you know, education is key first. And then, you know, finding, finding your niche. I enjoy meeting other designers from all around the country and world. Um, you know, it's not just building in these primary locations of, of the Caribbean. You know, yeah, the pictures do it justice, but, you know, there's great properties all over the world. And so, you know, it's finding, it's finding your niche and, and, you know, just being passionate about what you do. Uh, my passion was just learning about plants and, and doing garden design. Mm-hmm. Uh, nothing thrills me more than, than creating gardens for private clients for them to enjoy and going back to see those gardens evolve and grow. So, you know, all I can say out there is if, if, if you become into the field, I mean, there's so many different aspects of the landscape industry and whether you were an architect doing design, um, you're a horticulturalist that, that are developing those new plants that, that come on, on online. Um, even to going into maintenance and running like a maintenance company, you know, maintenance is something that is required day in and day out. Mm-hmm. You know, this, this, this country right now may be in some sort of evolving a recession, but it's things like maintenance that are still needed day to day. So, and everyone needs it. So it's, it's one of those industries that you're going to be needed. It's like nursing. Everyone needs, you know, medical care. So, you know, find find what you like to do and then and then try to be the best at it. Absolutely. Well, I really appreciate your time, Malcolm. Is there anything uh, we're leaving out here? I know you got so many stories. The more he shares, I'm like, ah, that's crazy. Is there anything we're leaving out here that you wanted to share? No, I, 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 I'm, I'm fortunate and want to thank Sync Live for inviting me up here. How did and, they uh, find you to be on their cover with that project? How did that happen? Honestly, I think I was going through one of their either websites or um, something online. And I was, I was reading about this, this new publication that had just started. And I think it, they asked, do you have a project to share? You know, contact, contact us here. Mm-hmm. Well, as you saw, and I've done this with several publications, I've, I've just either cold called or emailed and said, look, I got a story for you. Mm-hmm. And once they learn the story, they become uh, fascinated with, you know, the beginning of it and, you know, seeing the end result. So I reached out to Angelique and I said, look, I think I got a story for your publication. You know, give me five minutes and I'll run it by you. And, I guess my pitch worked, and uh, not only did they write a story, but they they introduced our project on the cover of one of their issues. Fantastic. Well, I appreciate your time, Malcolm. It's great meeting you. Nice meeting you, Paul. And uh, hopefully one of these days I'll be in Anguilla or Bahamas and check out your properties. I encourage you. Thank you. Cool. The Know Your Numbers training program is the shortcut to financial freedom that I wish I had. You see, success requires more than us just working in our business. We must learn how to work on our business. And in the Know Your Numbers training program, you'll learn how to stop burning cash so you can learn to make all your services truly profitable. You can bid with total confidence that each job you sell mean more profit in your pocket as you build long-term wealth. Because we're going to teach you how to start paying yourself as the 
owner of the business the right way. You can grow a healthy business as we identify and track your cash flow for continuing success so you can stop losing sleep over financial details as you gain the skills to delegate the tough number crunching activities as a lawn care business owner. And never chase those unpaid invoices again. We'll teach you how to streamline your billing into a hands-free process. So we will cover all of this and so much more as John Pajak and I are the teachers in this e-training program. It's called Know Your Numbers. It's available at our resource center at thegreenindustrypodcast.com. Hey, it's Marty, producer of the Green Industry Podcast. This episode is over, but check the episode notes for links to products and services that you heard about during the episode. And thanks for listening. If you own a vehicle with less than 200,000 miles and have an auto warranty about to expire or no warranty coverage at all, listen up. CarShield has a low-cost, month-to-month vehicle protection plan that covers more parts than ever. Visit carshield.com audio to find out how you could pay almost nothing for covered auto repairs. Drivers who activate this vehicle protection today will also receive free roadside assistance, free towing, and car rental options at no additional cost. Get your free quote today at carshield.com audio. That's carshield.com audio.